This is episode seven. Episode seven. What's episode seven about? Shit. Poop. I mean poop. Feces. Um, yeah. So we're, we're excrement. Talking about environmental stuff. We finished off the last one. We got into a lot Mud. of climate change. Uh, there's a lot of different, obviously, environmental things we can talk about, but we were yeah, we just started rolling after that last episode. We were thinking about all the stuff that we could talk about. And uh, first thing that came to our mind was let's talk about shit. There could be like probably 15 shows if we wanted to about the environment, but we won't do that. But excrement or cow feces poop. We talked about farts last time. We talked about CO2 and methane. Uh, That's a big deal in the environment, but we're going to talk about just actual excrement. Uh, Pigs, chickens, they poop a lot. Yes. Before we get to that, I guess we're back here. First we have to do our shot. Oh my gosh, yes. The special sauce that forgetting. makes everyone wake up. No, tired. Don't need to wake up. Mmm. Might need another one of those. It's so surprising to me that like I love whiskey. Like I'm I feel like I'd be like a whiskey drinker. And sip it. I can sip it like it's like no one's business. But you give it to me in a shot form and I just I can't do it. I don't think it it's for Shots. It's not shots. <laughs> yeah, this is more of a a classy drink that you enjoy slowly. Um, I, actually, and not only anything's for shots when you're no. a grown Rumpelman says. Yeah, like Rumpelman's and uh, what's the other one that's like the real Fireball? Yeah, that's gross. They're both terrible. Rumpelman's is pretty good though. No, it's not. Um, no, I guess not. It's disgusting. <laughs> but um, all right, so we're back in Columbus, shit. Ohio. We we ended our journey, 1,800 miles, made it back home yesterday, midday. Yeah, seven states. 1,800? Ohio, into Pennsylvania, into New Jersey, into New York, into Connecticut. Rhode Island. Into Rhode Island. Ma- Maine. Massachusetts. <laughs> Not quite Maine. That'll be on the next trip. Uh, that's seven states. I literally thought I was in Maine. <laughs> <laughs> Maine's very beautiful, but we didn't get that far. Oh, um, and then we came back to through me. New York, Pennsylvania. Um, we podcasted from our last stop. But we made it home. It was about 1,800 miles, and it was a great adventure. We're glad to be home mm-hmm. and until the next. I'm never going anywhere again. Yeah, we'll see. We still got a month of summer before we have to go back to our jobs. No. Um we got some haircuts. If you're looking at Instagram Live, uh, this is up and running. Looks I, like uh, no one is. But I cut. No, <laughs> this is up for like 24 a hours. People in there. Oh, okay. Lisa got a pixie cut. Yeah, I cut all my hair off, like all of it. I did too, because it would have been. We have the than same Lisa's. haircut right now. Close, but uh, mine's quite gray. Yeah. But Lisa was getting her haircut today, mm-hmm. and I had walked in and. Uh, Am I telling the story or you? Uh, you can tell it. I'd like to hear it? your your uh, my your, angle on it. Mm-hmm. It's funny to watch you get, I don't know, bashful or blush, but because it never happens. I was on Twitter and somebody tweeted at Lisa about Lisa beats your meat. She was on a radio show yesterday. She called yes. into one and uh, not related to actually it was like a video cast radio show, not related to 
her call in, she mentioned Lisa beats your meat and whoever was running that show, the producers pulled up the picture of and they put me on the cover TV. art. So on the, the TV screen was a split screen between the uh, DJ or the, the host of the show yeah. and her. It was pretty funny. Well, so very exciting. She gets very bashful though. I do. In those moments of fame and glory. I, that's bizarre. <laughs> no, the moment the phone call, like the moment he picked up, I was like, ah, I want to be off the phone right now. Like, I'm done. And then he kept talking, and like the whole time I was like, this is, I want to be over. Well, I tweeted at this guy because he's a big uh, podcaster also, and he tweeted back at me today and said, you know, you have a lovely wife and blah, blah, blah. And I was telling Lisa this while she was getting her hair cut, and the girl cutting her hair says, you know, you have a podcast? And Lisa yeah. was like, yeah, and it's... I was you know, like, not to be corny, but yes, what it was lesson. about. And she was like, "Well, I'm a vegan, and I have this podcast, and it's kind of got a weird name that you know gets people's attention." And the, I saw the girl's eyes perk up, and Lisa was like, "My name's Lisa, and I, you know, I cook, so I guess you know I beat meat, so it's called Lisa Beat Your Meat." <laughs> and I'm just watching this unfold, and the hairdresser kind of steps back, and she's like, "Oh my gosh." I've heard of the show. I've yeah. heard of Lisa Beach or Me. Obviously, you're not going to forget that name. Yeah, she said her her like neighbor mentioned it to her. Yeah, they, she, she lives in the apartments above the salon. And I was like, you're bullshitting. You just want a nice tip. It worked. It did. Uh, but I the don't girl, think she was bullshitting. No, she said she was a vegetarian trying to become a vegan, and somebody mentioned it to her. She's been a vegetarian since March. Maybe yeah. she'll, she'll probably listen to this. It'll be cool. Yeah, Shout I, out. I like my haircut. It's, it's, a, it's super cute. It's, it's a really nice haircut. Um, for those men out there that can uh, can appreciate a pixie cut, it's super cute. Not a lot of men can. I like short hair. I think most girls who go really short look really good, but there's a few out there who have tried it that that don't look good. Feel bad because it's you get what's that three or three years to make up that split decision. Yeah, it took a while, but most do. Um, I like it. Yeah. I do too. I this, like is my, this is my natural. I feel like I usually have pretty short hair. So point of the story is Lisa's famous now. Yeah. And, uh, people are recognizing her all around town. That was so weird. It was so weird. Like she was like, oh my God, I'm having a moment. And I was like, you're having a moment? I'm <laughs> dying right now. Well, we are really excited about this because I think not just this podcast, but everything that's happening in the world of social media and Twitter and Netflix documentaries and and people from, you know, high school to nursing homes, there seems to be an acceptance of this lifestyle now. And it's something that we enjoy talking about. Um, we're definitely not um, the be-all, end-all experts on veganism. We're not doctors. We're not like, nutritionists. I have, I have like a PhD, but I'm not like a medical doctor. No, I'm just a doctor. I, have a, a I got one of those like honorary PhDs. That's cool. Someday you might get one of those. Yep. But the Have one. point I'm trying to make is you know, we're trying to not trying to be judgmental or preachy. Um, oh, yeah. We, I mean, we are preachy. We are not we judgmental, are preachy, though. But the point of this podcast is to spread, I guess, where we're coming from and give you some information. But we're not, we do down on people all the time that don't, aren't this way. We'll make but fun and poke fun, but in but our wrong. in our normal lives, 95% of the most important people to us in our lives do not live this lifestyle. No. We don't think any differently of them. We just... Uh, are, you didn't live this lifestyle and I still liked you. Exactly. And it's not really about you know, trying to change people. It's trying to Inform. show people what, what we're excited about and why we think this is the best uh, 
way to right. eat and the best way to live for so a lot of reasons. If you're not a current vegan, we don't hate you. <laughs> that's, I guess that's the moral of the story. And we don't actually know what we're talking about all that much. And if you feel like we're pushy and we talk, this is all we ever talk about, it's because we do, and we've said this a million times already, we do 100% believe in this. And um, if, you know, if we think this is something that could make anyone's life better and longer and healthier and the world live longer and healthier, then yeah. it's, it's hard to shut up about it. And but at the end of the day, spending my tax dollars on healthcare and this, yeah. And this show isn't about <laughs> listen to this, to become a vegan. We try to just have fun and inform it. We needed some so let's kind inform of some people. We need some kind of thing to build it around. But yeah. Okay. Let's inform poop excrement shit. Dung? Is that what cow poop is called? I think that's like, yeah, cow Doesn't dung. Doesn't every like animal have a like name a for specific its poop? droppings? Yeah, like chips, buffalo chips. Well, what, what, what's the buffalo chips? That's buffalo, buffalo poop. It's, and it's co- called buffalo chips? Yeah. Is that not like a little currency, weird? That, like, like buffalo like Germany has chips? A- like there's, I can go to the store and get some potato chips that are buffalo Oh, they have flavored. like buffalo sauce? That's I don't disgusting. think they call them buffalo chips. That's Maybe. disgusting. I don't know. It is, but... Animals shit a lot. And I guess to simplify this whole conversation, um, everything alive, mammals in particular, shit a lot. few more than others. And for some reason, not for some reason, but for normal reasons, you know, modern society has found a way to deal with this. We as Americans... Um, and Western society have been on the forefront of this. We went hey, what from do we shitting do with our in poop? buckets and shitting in the streets, if when I, shitting in the roads. When I poop, which in Jimmy's eyes never happens. Yeah. That, you, but when that happens, hypothetically. Someday if you poop. Where does that go? Uh, it goes into the toilet. Yep. You flush it. it goes Sometimes down the sink. <laughs> Just one time when I was in college. Down the main stack of your house. <laughs> the sink joins up with that, so it's fine. If you pee in the shower or you think it's gross to pee in the shower, I pee goes. in the shower every single time. Me too. That's like, good to know. Like, I think it's, I think you're wasting water if you pee before you take a shower. Technically, you are. It's, um, it's like wrong. But you got hit hit the drain. You don't want to pee like on the actual shower. Well, I don't think you, you know how ladies yeah, pee. Like there's a, there's it's no like the spread shooter in contra. There's oh, another old reference. You I, yeah, get. I I didn't understand what you just said. <laughs> what is contra? So like the best Nintendo game ever. Well, I didn't also have video games growing up. Well, I told you I'm the stereotypical hippie. I didn't have video games. I didn't have TV. I didn't have cable. We read mm-hmm. books, and that's why I'm a genius now. It makes sense. Well, whether you pee in the shower, the sink, or the toilet, or... Outside. Shit in any of those things. Not outside. We'll get to that. But into a drain... I've shit outside, like, maybe a dozen times. That's more than I've shit outside. I'm sorry. Poop Did you ever camp when you were growing up? Down the drains, yeah, but I don't go to the bathroom a lot. Well, I do now, <laughs> that, I'm, now that I'm a vegan. Oh, that's sad. And I was in the same place. I don't even know where I was getting at with this. Oh, no, I do know. It goes the poop go? to a treatment facility, um, so or it travels in some pipes underneath the ground. Cape Cod, or you live in the country, you live somewhere near sensitive water. Yeah, it goes into a septic tank where it is treated with chemicals and it's broken down. Like those chemicals eat the poop, right? Yeah, and it's it's a very structured, sanitary process. Gross. Um, but imagine if what we didn't have poop? that. Imagine if we didn't have any of that. Yeah, what it would build up. 
Yes. A and it lot. would be disgusting. It's it like when I pick up my dog's poop in the backyard. We're both social studies teachers and we've taught about the Industrial Revolution and illness that spreads yeah. and disease and water gets um, polluted. Wait, I didn't know this. What? <laughs> well, during the Industrial <laughs> Revolution, I mean, even in these like forming cities, people were shitting in buckets and just throwing it out the window yeah. and peeing. And that... You know, obviously was dangerous and needed to be cleaned up. Yeah. So, why, right, so poop, why are we saying this? Because poop accumul- accumulates. Yes. The animals, the cattle, the chicken, the hogs, the pigs, they shit a lot more than we do. A lot more than we do. A lot more do. than we do. And the big difference is that is not treated. Now, um, so where's that poop go? Exactly. Well, exactly. no, that's I. That's an honest kind of question. <laughs> well, get, specifically, I mean, you, you joked about shitting in the yard, but in... Truth, uh, traditional agriculture, cows are out in the field. They're yeah. eating their grass. They have to cover a ton of grass. To eat a ton of grass acres. Yeah, to, to stay healthy. So they go to the bathroom. It works its way into the ground. It becomes fertilizer. It's good for the earth. It's manure. A, it's a natural, yeah, manure. It's a natural cycle. How God um, intended. Yeah, definitely. And Did he intend them to be killed? Do you want to have a, a Bible vegan podcast? <laughs> yes. We'll save uh, our theology of veganism for another day. Right. Uh, but it was a fairly natural process. Now, what changed was we took all these cows off the fields, like we talked about in the last one. Put them in um, a huge ass barn. Yeah. And not even a barn, it's like a box. Like yeah. a huge box. Even even ones that aren't in a huge box, there's still less land for them and um, but in reality, in if, if you take these millions and millions of cattle, chicken, and hogs in the U.S. and you put them into barns, which majority of them are in, um, that's not a natural um, process. They don't have Setting. septic systems. They don't have sewers. So that has to be cleaned up. But the U.S. So government, the EPA, does not regulate force this? or regulate. or ma- I mean, they regulate it to a certain extent, but we do not treat that sewage as we treat human Our sewage. sewage. Um, sewage. Do you know why that is? Poop and pee. I mean, they're animals, so it, it, yeah. But wouldn't it be more efficient to treat their their poop? It's a lot of work to treat. I mean, here in Columbus, Ohio, we have just shy of a million people. Yeah. And if you drive by our sewage treatment plant, it's gigantic. Big operation. It's disgusting. It smells a lot. It costs the city a ton of money. So economically, is that built into our utilities? Water? Yeah. We pay in, so in that's our in city most we pay sewage and water sewage together. And water. It's on the same bill. Okay. Um, so it's kind of hard to measure but which is which. Wouldn't it make sense for these animal agricultures to, uh, you know, farms or whatnot, to treat their sewage because then it, they wouldn't have as much of it? Yeah, but it's so almost impossible. Care? So animals raised for food produce approximately 130 times as much excrement as the entire human population. Um, so wait, what? I wasn't listening. 130 times more shit than the entire human population, animal agriculture. So every human that is, hold on. That's from the U S EPA too. That's not like some weird so a, number that I just made up. Animals. Wait, animal agriculture. Yes. It takes a lot for figures to get into my head. <laughs> it's just a lot. Animal more. agriculture shits more than the human race by 130 times. Yes. I don't believe that. And that's not treated. That's going off into 130 rivers. 130 times. 130 times. Um, I poop once. Animals poop 130 times. Well, 
Here, here's, Granted, the, here's I, the actual math behind it. Um, so comparing animal and human waste production. Bear with me here. In order to compare the impact of different types of animals, this is, this is how they do it, I guess, statistically. They're cited in terms of animal units. So one animal unit equals 1,000 pounds of the live weight of the animal. This is like that three-fifths rule. So it's four, it's, it equals out though, four 1,250-pound cows are going to equal five animal units because that's 1,000 pounds. Okay, I get it. Um, of cattle. So a little rude. Well, 125 eight pound chickens are also going to make up one animal unit. So you're, you're equaling it out. So obviously okay. five cows are going to equal the same as 125 chickens. But when you turn that into one unit, mm-hmm. um, one animal unit of meat produces an average of 14, sorry, chickens. The one animal unit of chickens produces 14 tons of manure a year. 14 14 tons. tons. Remember that for a second. 14 Um, tons. Fattened cattle produce about 10 tons a year and dairy cows 15 tons a year. So chickens... chickens produce more? Like on like an income... Like per capita? Is that what we're talking about? They they produce more shit than fattened cattle and they're about equal to dairy cows. Interesting. The fattened cattle don't live as long as dairy cows. My dad always said that chickens were gross. He was like, I wouldn't eat chickens... Not even from a um, ethical reason, because he was like, "It's a gross meat." They're gross. Well, it a hundred percent of chicken um, in a grocery store when it gets tested, they can find some kind of fecal matter on it. 100% do you know that's why? Do, even people, the good chicken people out there. Do you know that's why you have to cook your chicken? Like everyone's like all up in arms about yeah, making salmonella. sure you some you don't get salmonella. That's salmonella is. All, it's usually found in fecal matter. So that's why they're like, you have to cook your uh, your chicken because it could give you salmonella, which all of it has salmonella. But like a pure, nice, clean piece of meat from chicken shouldn't have salmonella in it. That's why like beef, carpaccio, that's like raw beef that they serve. Um, that doesn't ha- That comes from like really high grade beef because it shouldn't have these diseases in it. Yeah, if you raise the chicken... Naturally, yes, if you, in the yard, yes, you could eat yes, it raw. Jim. Yes, you could eat it raw, and it, it shouldn't be an issue. But because the meat, the chickens coming from um, our animal agriculture, is so disgusting that everyone's like, you have to cook it because yeah. you've got to cook all this stuff that could possibly slash is in it out. Let's, well, chick- right, let's get back to chicken. Chickens are gross. So, fifteen tons in general. Fifteen tons from chickens. Um, 10 tons in general from fattened cows, 15 tons from dairy cows, humans, five tons. So they're producing about three times as us per animal unit. Well, I thought they Um, were producing 130 times. No, the whole entire world though, animals raised in the whole entire world um, are going to produce 130 times as much shit as the entire human population. So we're, I, I was just giving individual animals. Right. So okay. if you take every animal and every human that is used, not just not just a, a an animal running through like a right. lion like running a, through the the jungle, we're talking at any food that's produced for human food. Um, add it all up. They have 130 times more shit than we do. Got it. Um, that like that's I said, disgusting. that's the EPA. I trust the EPA at some level, but. Um, 
Now, one dairy farm with about 2,500 cows, that's a pretty normal number for a dairy farm, a factory dairy farm, is producing about as much shit as a city of 400,000 people. Um, 2,500 cows is equal to 4,000 human shits. 400,000. 400, tweet. Yeah, 2,500 cows are producing the same amount of shit. As 400,000 people. Which is Atlanta, Miami, half of Columbus. Columbus is about 800,000 people. Um, Pittsburgh has less than 400,000. Cleveland has less than 400,000. The Um, whole entire city shits less than 2,500 cows. I don't know. It's just... People shit and it has to go somewhere. It's shit. I mean, any other word for shit just okay. sounds like a nine-year-old. Poopy. <laughs> People yeah. go to the bathroom. But the fact that it's not treated is where it becomes a massive environmental issue. Okay, because I don't understand this. So we've made it clear that animals go to the bathroom a lot more than humans. Yes. I don't know why. Well, That's just natural? Um, like no, I like shit once said, a day, a cow well, shits seventeen times. What they're being fed, you know, a beef a beef cow is. We're trying to make it as big as possible. It's yeah, being pumped up, just like a a ninety pound dude shits less than probably a three hundred fifty pound dude. Like if really? you pump me up to three hundred fifty pounds, I'm probably going to go to the bathroom a lot more. Um, okay, Does that makes sense. Okay, I don't know if that's I don't know if that I makes just sense. Made that up. I don't. Because That's, I think that, that like comes just from like my research, the higher my the higher your metabolism is, the more you poop. I mean that would make sense, but I don't know. I don't know, I don't know why they shit more. And right. uh, the what the health thing they did that that pig farm. Yeah, and not the gross. same statistics, but there's 10 million pigs in North Carolina. There's about 10 million people in North Carolina, but each pig produces 10 times much. Excrement more than one human. So there's about a hundred and one poop equals ten poops for a pig. Yeah. So there's about a hundred million humans worth of shit in North Carolina. If you live in North Carolina, I'm sorry, you are the shit capital of the United States. Um, See that I could that get, sounds bad. I could get where someone would say you're a little preachy. <laughs> I, I heard it. I was like, yeah. Well, preachy in a sense that it's something you should be concerned with and something that you should yeah you should pay attention to. And um, if you, you watch, you didn't know what the health. Yeah, I didn't know. And it, it's disproportionately in communities that don't have people with the resources to speak out against it. Um, more rural. Yeah, they said it was like a. It was like a, I don't know, they said it was like a racial issue. They call it like a civil rights issue. Yeah. Um, I think it's more of a... It's a, a socioeconomic yeah, thing. economic status issue. I don't know, that could be debated too. Yeah, but. well, I I don't think it can be debated that there's 100 million pounds of waste. Not All right, really. but let's get <laughs> to, so, established. They poop a lot. Okay, I think we covered that. We talked about where our poop goes. Where do cow poops go? Okay, so you know those mothers be just lighting it up. If it's in a factory farm, um, you know it's in a building. Yeah. So they, if it's chickens, if it's cows, if it's hogs, pigs, I think it's hogs a rude word. Hog. I like to call them a pig. Like you think it's like hog, <laughs> like a, a boar? No, like boar. A so hussy. Is, is boar like, like a heifer? It's wild. Boar. Yeah, they're not boars are wild. Yeah. Well, hogs, whatever they are, they they have to I'm not a one. Can I have that? What? By Jack Daniels? I'm gonna sip Man, it. Man, this girl. Crazy. I can sip it all day. Um, they have to get rid of that. So 
some places they flush it out, you know, with water. Down a toilet, like a we, really big toilet. toilet. No, it's water. Um, they flush it into a lot of cattle farms. It goes underneath the farm or underneath okay. the cows. So they, so they the, poop. The vapors that are coming up, they're breathing. They're suffering from diseases from that. And that's um, why that's why they need antibiotics. Yes. I couldn't. I just found this. I just learned this. I didn't know. I knew they needed a lot of antibiotics. You didn't know why. And it, I guess. You this asked is, me. I would have told you. The conspiracies always come in, but. Um, one of the reasons that cattle farming and um, lobbying the government are so strong is because also the big, what's the biggest lobbying business in the United States of America? Guns. Agriculture and guns. I guess the other one. I don't know. The pharmaceutical companies. Oh, oh, and they produce antibiotics. 80% of antibiotics they produce go, to, go to animals. livestock. That's Not insane. Us. So they are so invested in this. Yeah, because they got to sell those pills. Yeah, people talk about how the doctors are, you know, f- encouraged to pump us full of pills. They're a and fraction they are. of the problem. Yeah, it's a tiny little bit. That's crazy. Man. That's another thing. That's so crazy. these animals are living above their own shit. And when they do. So it's like a great. They poop down into like yeah, a grate and, that, and, that'll and go then off it falls. Into, but it does. It can just huge like a like a gigantic gerbil cage. There's, but there's too much of it to be like a huge septic tank. Um, so, right. so, so that's what they're in off. is like a just a huge gerbil cage. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. I guess so. Like they're on a grate, and nah, it, oh, it depends. So the chickens are on like bedding. Um, it depends on the farm. I don't know. They won't lay in farms. So I don't really know that much either. They won't. Um, there's there's federal laws now that prevent you from you. You go to jail if you sneak into one. I I snuck into one. Right. I've been in a couple. I know you have. <laughs> I I like took pictures. I have. Don't do that again, please. Me and my mom went. We'll fight from the outside. Uh, but I, I was like the decoy. She was like, I was like younger. And she was like, go in there and like ask him a question. And I was like, hi. Like, can I pet a, can I pet one of your sheep? What's this cow's name? Yeah. And my mom was like in the corner taking pictures. What a rebel. You really were. Well, you still are. She was. Yeah. Badass. Well, Back to the, your question. Um, Where's the shit go? Just to, to shorten this up, they go into lagoons, most of them. Um, it's just a storage facility. They keep it um, before they can ship it off to either, you know, a lot of a lot of it just gets washed out. It gets hosed out and it, it runs off into lakes and streams and rivers or out into the fields or it sinks into the soil. But oftentimes it's carted off into these lagoons. These things get filled up and when they're full. Just like a pond of shit. It's 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 like a holding tank, but they leak, um, they flood, and when they get full, they ship whatever's left off to other places. So now, you, now you're talking about transportation issues. If you got to go back to using fossil fuels right. or wasting water, okay. you're using a ton of water to wash it up. You're using so a ton of fuel to ship it around. A truck comes and picks up a tank of shit. Where does that tank of shit go? I don't know. What? Well, <laughs> you should know that. That should be a well, part no, of it. Goes the- to like, it goes to facilities where it kind You're of like, breaks I, down. They take it to the bay and just drop it in there. Sometimes, I mean, it, essentially it's the well, equivalent it seems, of that. It seems it's not that I know that. much. It's, it's rural, so it... Seems like they that water is how most uh, factories and farms use to clean their stuff, Right. Yeah. These water. Yeah. Uh, so like it dilutes it. Thousands of So they're of like, I'm going to go throw this, sh- this whatevs and water. Yeah. And it'll dilute it. So I'm probably not being an idiot and saying that shit ends up in water. Exactly. And that's the biggest pollutant of water. Our lakes and streams and rivers Poop. in the United States, they're, 
you know, they're finding just massive, massive sections of it with just com- no life in it whatsoever because of dead how much zones. it is. Dead zones in, yeah, lakes and rivers and streams, not just the ocean. But a lot of it, I mean, anything that goes into a lake or a stream ends up in the ocean. Right. Especially in... The- I, I went to school in fourth grade and learned that. That I, all shit goes in the ocean? No, that all rivers and... Like stuff ends up in the ocean. Ends up in the ocean, and most of our factory farming, um, contrary to popular belief, not most of it, but a, a good amount of it is happening in coastal cities. So it's not very far from. That's fucked um, up. Where this goes oh, out, we're in the Midwest. Upward. We have a huge, we have you know, a lot. obviously farming. We're agriculture, industry. but we're more corn and soy. I feel to feed these things. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're it, not we're not clean of this, but we're uh, we're on the forefront. They grow it. And they feed it, and then yeah, a lot of this. I don't know. It's so the poop comes out. It goes into this holding cell. Yes. From the holding cell, it goes to gets picked up by a truck. God, what a terrible well, these, job that I mean, would be. Yeah. Well, these holding areas, these lagoons or whatever, you know, there's a structure set up. It's going to a place where they're going to try to break it down and okay. turn it into fertilizer. Or try to do something sanitary to it. Okay. But it's not like our shit that goes into a sewage treatment plant and it's treated with chemicals and it's, it's you know, whatever water was wasted in it is, you know, tried to, they try to spare that. At the end of the day, it's an extremely large amount right. of feces. It's overwhelming. doesn't need to be there. And this, I guess, ties back to the bigger picture of, you know, your diet having a huge effect on the environment. You don't have to be a vegan to cut back on excrement or cow shit. In fact, some of the places that I got um, some of this data from weren't even, they weren't vegan websites. They were saying, how can you do better for the environment? Just cut it down. Or just if you're going to eat cattle or chicken, Eat it from a natural eat like the farm. Nice stuff. Yeah. Eat it from a yeah. place where these cows you know are what? We don't into... talk about that enough because we are preachy and we do tell people what to do, which isn't cool. <laughs> but um, there's a spectrum here. There's a huge spectrum. You got Moby on one end and you got Donald Trump and Warren Buffett on the other. <laughs> and you can meet somewhere in the middle to help your environment. Yeah, I get it. You're probably not going to turn around and be vegan tomorrow. Um, it's a it's a hard transition. Like, it's 100%. It's hard. Jimmy, you probably, I don't know if you would sustain this lifestyle if you didn't have a live-in cook that made you delicious meals every No, absolutely day. not. And even towards the end um, of my meat eating life uh i didn't just go from eating hot dogs to vegan no i, I met i stopped somewhere around cage free like local farm eggs right um, i was eating grass-fed beef that i knew where it came from i was eating there's no a transition antibiotic chicken um i mean those are all great things i mean if you don't give a shit about anything we're talking about, I think most people at least they're pretty concerned with their health. Yeah. And that's, that's a place to start. If you are going to consume meat, know where it's coming from. Don't eat it from, we love Taco Bell, but I would not put that meat in my body. No, I think it's made from cats. (laughs) It could be, who knows? Which is mean. It's like grade D meat. Um, But, it's F for feline. There are steps you can take environmentally, health-wise, and all these different things we talk about and still not be a vegan, right. not even be a vegetarian. Um, yeah. That's the, the, the biggest thing we can do to drive 
change in our country, whether it's economic change, political change, environmental change, it comes from us. And one of the greatest consumer, consumer, one of the greatest examples of this was Walmart switching over to almost completely, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Organic. There you go. That's my girl. Organic. Um, not because they wanted to, not because it saved them money. It's because their consumers now their business. wanted it. They saw that the consumers well, wanted I'm organic. Actually, what Walmart consumers like? I demand organic. Organic. Have you been to thing. Walmart? And it's not even. I'm, like, I'm into organic, but yeah. I'm not a Walmart. Her. Well, even organic in general is a very vague term that organic doesn't always is have confusing. benefits depending on what you're eating. But well, my mom just told me that you gotta stop eating almonds that are not organic. And what else was it? Uh, some there's broccoli. 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 These pesticides that they're using on. I'm sorry. I don't know if you guys have moms out there that send you articles every day of like what you're doing wrong in your life, but I get those on a daily level. To better my life, not what I'm doing wrong, to better myself. And she said that, I don't know, organic, if you, uh, regular broccoli and regular almonds are not good for you. You've got to buy the organic. Did you read the article? No, I read the headline. Oh. <laughs> I took my mom's advice. I'll take it though. Almonds and broccoli are probably two of my favorite things. Almonds and broccoli together? <sighs> Actually good. It's a lot of protein. Yeah, in like a nice stir fry. You know what? We're going to talk, we're going to have an organic podcast. Okay. We'll we're going to talk about what you need to buy organic and what you don't need to buy organic. Do you know there's more vitamin C in broccoli than there is in orange juice? I've heard that literally 10 times from you. <laughs> That's one of my favorite. Like every time I go to take a vitamin C pill, you're like, do you know? I'm like, well, I'm sorry. It's eight in the morning and I'm not particularly fond of broccoli right now. Excited. I'm excited about all this new stuff that I'm learning. That's exciting. Uh, but. I will, I will, uh, like a Dilbert way. Yeah. Going back to a nerdy comment, um, I will blanket all this, um, with saying that I am a social studies teacher. Mm -hmm. I studied history in college. I started social studies education yeah. for my, my, your undergrad, masters. Yeah, my masters, and my, I guess I don't, I don't take everything I get immediately. None of us should, obviously. But I think what we teach every okay. day as high school social studies teachers in a 21st century classroom is a fancy term that I hate. But in a modern day classroom, is I'm always be, I'm always going to say like 20th century. 20th century class. We have to be very careful about where we get our information. Right. And big I news. I am very careful about where I get my information. So. Um, I try to say where I'm getting it from as much as I can, but there's a lot of terrible information out there. So I just would like to say that... All your information is from memes? And headlines. No. Memes. memes are 100% awesome. where I get my information. <laughs> and from like what my students tell me. I'm like, no shit, really? Green salsa is better than red salsa. It is. It works. We're going to have another podcast about how green hot sauce is the best kind of hot sauce. Well, we can't talk about shit without talking about land. So let's finish this with land. Okay. Um, just a couple staggering statistics about land. It's hard to wrap my head around. Um, well, just simply put, how much of the United States do you think is used land-wise for cattle? Well, not cattle, for animal agriculture. Are you looking for like a fraction here? Uh, percentage. Mm -hmm. For cattle? I don't know. I don't want to undersell it. I want to say... <laughs> 
It's like 95%. Yeah, I know. You always say it, like, you always throw it out there, like, how much do you think? And people always overshoot it, and then it's like, damn it, I feel like a dick. That was like that Jim Norton sketch on his latest Netflix. People ask him to guess something, he always just guesses 10 times more than Yeah, and then you just feel... It it just ruins their little shtick. Yeah, and then you just see people's faces, like, oh. It's pretty funny. Okay, um, 8%. It's about half. 50%. It's pushing half. Wait, 50% of our land uh, in the United States is spent for animal agriculture. 30% of the Earth's land. The whole entire Earth. The globe. (laughs) The globe. 30%. So raising animals for food, including the land used for grazing and Growing Including the feed, land. yeah, not okay. just it. Yeah. So it's because I was not just where the cows are standing. All right, that makes land, more sense. The land that we're growing, the stuff that they eat. But that Sorry. does kind of suck. That there's like a field, you know. You go ten minutes outside of Columbus, and there are we we are uh, Midwest producers of a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, and I see a field of soy, or I see a field of corn, and it that's not going to humans. That's going to cattle. Exactly. Or chickens or hogs or pigs. Or and that, and that's a whole other thing. Too. Or lambs. You don't really eat lambs. Because I feel like that's oh my gosh, so yes. messed up. You liked lamb. Sorry. Did you? Yeah, I did. What? Uh, what is it? Uh, How could you eat a lamb? Isn't that what, a, isn't that what a, a gyro is or a gyro? That's so awful. It's terrible. But I remember talking about like it. Like a little lamb. You ate a little, like little Bo Peep's lamb. I didn't, I, and I, I didn't. How did you not I register? I didn't lose sleep over it. It registered. It registered. Like we used You're to get psychopath. We used to get Greek omelets. You're a at this, serial killer. This Greek restaurant that had lamb meat in it, and I'd be like, "It's one thing to what eat like this? lamb, at, like in a in a gyro or a gyro or whatever at night, but to eat it at morning in a shitty diner for yeah. like two dollars and five cents, um, a lamb. I, I would think about it for a second. Beautiful, but. fluffy. Yeah, cute, frolicking in the countryside with just, little lamb babies. I wish I could say it wasn't delicious. delicious. That doesn't bother me. My fucking morals outweigh my taste buds. <laughs> Mine do now. Um, but to be honest, I'll, well, probably not a good sell, but it still wouldn't bother me. I'm not in it for the animals. But you're not going to eat a lamb. No, I would never eat a lamb. Like again? Of, no. No. But no. anyways, so... <laughs> I forgot about eating lamb. It's a weird one. People eat a lot of weird animals. Yeah. Um, or frog legs or like alligators. It's all just hack shit. It all tastes the same. Um, like cow, like tongues and stuff. People are weird. I haven't tried cow tongue. I've had frog legs. I've you had have? alligator. Um, I've you know had what I was thinking about? Ostrich eggs. What? I've had, uh, You've had an ostrich egg? I've tried to eat weird stuff. You remember we used to tell you about Fromage Fest? We used to have a little oh, party yeah. every year at our friend Kathy's house. Did it house. have to be like disgusting animal products? It was the, the weirdest stuff you could find. So it started with pickled pig's feet. Ugh. And uh, it was called Fromage Fest because we ate some nasty ass cheese too. But pickled pig's feet. Trying to get that down. That's it's rough. Pickled anything. I feel good. like, so we were watching like a comedy show the other day and we'll wrap it up. I'm sorry. We go on and on. But uh, she said she was, she was a lesbian and she's like a gold star. Is that what the term yeah, was? You're way off topic yeah, now. I've never heard of this. The gold, gold star. star. I have never heard of gold this Gold star either. means that she'd never been with a man. But a lot of people laughed at it. So I guess in it's the, a term. the gold gay community, star. 
that was a term that people know. How have right. we not heard that? I don't know. But anyways, I would like a term for myself because I haven't, there's so many meats out there that like I've never I had. I was wondering how you're going to tie this back in. I want to, I want a term. You're a gold star no, lamb? But, yeah, but I don't, you know, not a gold star, but maybe like a, like a pure star, like a pure, you're a pure snowflake Lamb virgin? Star. You're not a bacon virgin, are you? I've never had bacon. In your whole entire life? My entire life, I've never had bacon. Wow, people are going to really think differently about you? Bacon always grossed me out. Never. At- well, think what? about it. I became a vegan when I was in the fifth grade. And yeah. um, not to not to shit talk how you feed your child, <laughs> but I was never given the opportunity to eat bacon. I wasn't either. Vegan was a luxury. Today, it's more of like... It's a cool, funny, trending thing like pizza. Yeah. But when I was a kid. Bacon for life. Bacon was like a luxury when I was a little kid. Like you didn't get, like if your parents brought home bacon, they didn't share it with you. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think my parents, I don't know. I don't know if they ever had bacon. It wasn't on a McDonald's burger. Right. It It was more of a luxurious meat. Well, it was never given to me. And so I don't think I've ever had bacon. And then when I became a vegetarian in the fifth grade. You know, from then on out, I just I never had bacon. Bacon always wow. grossed me out. I don't. I think it's gross when people are obsessed with bacon. It's like when silly. people are like, "Oh, I love bacon." I'm like, "You're you're fat." That's gross. <laughs> uh, well, I'll be honest. I I did enjoy bacon. I wasn't like an obsessive bacon person, but but you know um, that like if know, you're like, not perfectly skinny. And you're saying you love bacon? Like, I hope you know that, like, I'm there, like, ugh. Back to preachy judgment. I will preach this one all day. But what is the bacon that you bought that you put on the BLTs that you make me? Um, I don't even know what that brand is. Don't ever ask Lisa what a good meat substitute is, but... The fake bacon that yeah. they sell at Whole Foods, Whole Foods or I don't know what the brand is. Oh my gosh, we'll come really back with that. It is fake bacon. It's crispy, us. It delicious, and chews like bacon. And this is coming from someone who's had who's That's what far bacon from a like? gold star of bacon. It's gold what bacon star, tastes. gold diamond. What Just, is my term? Did we didn't coin it? What is my term? To think about it. Pure star. Pure star. Pure star. Pure star. Like That's most. my name. Pure star. Anyways, the uh, there's a couple things. Well, we don't need to get on this, but we've talked about it a few before the Beyond Beef Burger. Yeah. Um, but there's the two breakfast items that I feel like have been done right. The bacon. It's the sausage. It's, it's pretty good. Sausage is. You cannot really tell the difference. If you are a sausage I person, know. I would challenge you to a sausage a sausage <laughs> off. Wait, you're into sausage. Scott, Scott. Okay, well, we're coming up on four, we're at forty minutes. So before I continue on about my sausage fest, sausage off. Um, mm-hmm. Seven football fields worth of land are bulldozed every minute to create the room for animals and the crops that they feed. That's from the Smithsonian Institution. Um, And then last statistic, of all the agriculture land in the U.S. Oh, sorry. My numbers were off. I had to correct myself. Oh, you just discredited yourself. Did I? Yeah, I did. Of all the agriculture land in the U.S., 80% is used to raise animals for food and grow the grain that feeds them. 80%. 80%. You said it was like 30%. 50. You guessed five or something. I said 80% 50. 80% of 80%. The- and that's... 
I think you should bring it down because I think those numbers are too high. They're not realistic for people to wrap their heads around. <laughs> just bring it down. Like, I don't understand what you're even saying. You're just saying numbers, and I'm like, that's crazy, and I just don't get it. Let's say most of the U.S. land is used spent for to animals. raise and feed the animals that we consume. Okay. So when people talk about starvation and poverty and hunger and things like that, that's a lot of starvation. You know, it, this is this just gets we're we're just too far. But a lot of land is used for these animals, and they're shitting, and it's disgusting. It's getting it's into shitting. water. It's getting on themselves. It's on them. We didn't even talk we about didn't that. Talk about that. See, um, when they rip sand these top- things open, sand topic in factories. When they rip these things open, um, all throughout the process of making them food, there's fecal matter. Yeah. And if you yeah. go to a grocery can I, store. Can I explain that for a second? Yeah, and then we'll wrap so it like, up for right. 45 minutes. So an animal is killed inhumanely. What's There's no term. There's no humane killing. They I don't know what the hell that is. With, yeah. With lullabies. It doesn't, doesn't happen. Anyways, they're killed. Um, the animal is then processed to get their meat out of them. And in that process, they have to like skin them and cut the like muscles, you know, like the muscles they want off and the fat off and all that fun stuff. And um, in that, a lot of times, I don't know if you know the inside of any animal, but there's like your intestines are huge. They take up the majority of your stomach. And um, in a cow, I don't know, they have like a bunch of stomachs, don't they? Yeah, this isn't like a slowly carving a pumpkin on a Tuesday night. No, like, this, this is a boom, 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 boom. 90 as fast seconds. And the shit's going down. Right. So in the process of processing a cow a lot of times they they mess up and they might hit uh an intestine or they might hit you know your gi tract or something that they're not supposed to hit right and that exposes this and that can get into your food and especially when it's going at a fast rate um that 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 fecal matter gets into your food and it's that's disgusting that's why we have to cook it it is. It's 100% why you're supposed to cook your food. You have to cook the shit out of it. Because Literally. <laughs> Literally have to cook the shit out of your meat. Yeah. Um, we're not too worried about our rare veggie burgers. No. Or Broccoli never doesn't soy go bad. milk that's been in the fridge for seven no. days. So if you had any takeaway from this podcast, it would be to know if you are meeting, eating meat, um, I, you know, whatever but if you are know where it's coming from and know the quality of it because know that if you're eating some low quality meat you're eating shit yeah and as much as we shit on the regulation of this process and our government feeding us poor information we do have a pretty hardcore system that lead that gives us open information yeah information is accessible on the things that you consume and i think that is a great regulation yeah, nutrition facts yeah we and do you think on like beef it's like like two percent fat or two percent poop yes but if you go into like the usda web website or you dig a little deeper you can find out the amount of fecal matter or bacteria or shit or rat hair or all the things that the government does allow in our food. And we, ne- we never talked about the pus. Oh God. That's just hard to talk about. It is. Well, like, you know how like humans get pimples? So do animals and they're giant. 
Yeah. They're like Dr. Pimple Popper pimples. And they're, oh, God, they're worse than that. I, I'm going to talk about pimples for a long time, so we, we got to stop it. <laughs> All right. Well, this is going to be a 50-minute podcast, which is fine. Um, I don't know why I'm always on the numbers. But at the end of the day, Lisa got a nice haircut. Know where your food comes from. Super but sweet. The topic that I think is a running theme through all of this, whether it's counting calories, watching carbs, watching fat, finding out how much shit's in your food. If you just go vegan, you don't have to do any of that. Yeah. If you just go vegan and you're strict to vegan, which isn't easy. I'm not going to say that's easy. Um, But but once you make that transition. don't eat animal products, you don't have to think about any of this stuff anymore. No. We don't calorie count. And then once you get past the fact that you're not hurting the environment or you're, I mean, you're still hurting it, but you're not causing as much detriment to your health and the environment, then you can start preaching it to everyone else and people can be like, oh my gosh, you're so annoying because you're a vegan. Yeah. No, once you go vegan, just keep it to yourself. (laughs) No one wants to hear it. Exactly. Start a podcast where people decide to listen to you. You can send me a DM. We don't bring this up in bars or with our friends. Um, and that's part of the reason no, we started friends, the podcast. Our friends appreciate this podcast because now we don't have to talk to them about this. Yeah, or about anything, I guess. Yeah. Um, so we obviously like to talk. But as always, we're very excited. Um, we hope you enjoy it. And if you do... Give us feedback. Nah, blah, blah, blah. Nah, nah, nah. Email stop us. Doing that shtick. Just go to my website. Just click Beats Your Meat. Subscribe on Yeah, iTunes. subscribe. That's hey, all I want. Hey, we followers out there. You you've been listening, but you haven't been subscribing. Just click subscribe and cl- and review it on iTunes. That would be great. Um, but Lisa beats your meat on YouTube. We'll have a new video coming out tomorrow. Okay. And you can see Lisa's. What am I gonna make? Jimmy? Really stunning pixie cut. Jimmy she's Jimmy really likes the scent. She's such a fox. Yeah, I we have to go. She's gonna make chili tomorrow. Yep, chili. Yep. Five alarm chili. Five alarm chili. Yeah. Just a bowl of hot sauce, <laughs> like a pepper in it. Um, and uh, we'll call it a day. Yeah, I said tomorrow, but I probably won't actually have it edited. Put this out until we, tomorrow, we also. So a, tonight, we need to incorporate those star swipes. <laughs> yes, tonight, Lisa will be making chili. Uh, but, anyways, we're going to wrap it up. It's been fun. Um, we'll be back. We're, we're trying to average about three to four days a pop so yep that was Lisa Beach Your Me and enjoy this episode 72 cool awesome guitar song alright see ya You just need to think about it in terms of I'm gonna try this and and maybe I'll feel better. Oh, I'm getting cut off. This is like an Oscar uh, speech. But yes, um, we'll Episode be back. Episode four with coming more up dairy. soon. And uh, if you like it, please comment on it. Please rate it. Please share it. If you don't like it, comment comment on it. Rate it. Please share it. Let us know what you think. Thank you.